0: Hi, you guys, and welcome to Trailer Cast. I am Elise Snipes, your host, and I am thankful that you are here today. Um, we are going to be doing a special interview with one of the ladies from Radical Wellness Collaborative. Um, Radical Wellness is the health, online health, modern holistic wellness, all the words um, that I created. And I created this group because there was a like large gaping hole in the mental health field where we are able to take care of the whole person. So if you want to look that up, you can do so at www.radicalwellness.co. So just the C-O, no M. And over the course of the last year and a half, two years, we have kind of spent some time interviewing the different women who work on the team so you can get a better hear or sound or feel or vibe for what the work actually is, what it sounds like, the story of the different clinicians and why they were drawn to this work in the first place, You know, so much of this work is kind of like Oz, you know, in The Wizard of Oz when he's like behind the curtain. And so, so much of our healing gets shrouded in projections and other people's stories and what we fear is gonna be back there. And what happens if we actually go to therapy? And oh my gosh, right? And so, and I can remember those same feelings when I went to therapy as a kid, as a teenager, early college, post college, as an adult. Even now, even now, I wonder what's going to happen and what they're going to be like and what they're going to think of me and what thing I'm going to discover and, you know, pick one, pick a fear, right? Pick a a thing I tell myself. And it's a part of what we want to do actively at Radical Wellness is to show you what's behind the curtain, (laughs) to open up the story, to come out from hiding and to show you that we are real people that are also in our work. And that we have a radical determination to do things differently so that people can make real changes. I'm so tired of people trying to get better and it not sticking. It grieves me to think how much money and time is wasted on things that will never work. Mm. So, (laughs) radical wellness was born out of my heart's desire to serve people in the absolute best way possible. And so today you are going to be meeting um, now my dear friend. She is Katie Hayden. She is a licensed clinical social worker, and she holds a super neat piece of the work in our team. So we work as a collaborative team, which means that when people come to work with us, they usually see more than one of our providers, and then we hold your story. And so you might see Katie and do work on therapeutically on your story. And you might also do some work with uh, creativity with Bonnie or some somatic work with Aurora. But the point is that we care for your whole person. And so the purpose of these interviews is for you to be able to hear the different people that very carefully and intentionally hold the parts of you as you get well and return to yourself. So without further ado, Uh, Radical Wellness Licensed Clinical Social Worker, Katie Hayden. Cheers. Hello, friends. Hi. Thank you for sitting with me today.
1: Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. I'm excited.
0: This is kind of a special one because most of the interviews we've done with other team members have been almost like before they get started or like right Mm -hmm. as they get started on the team. And we've actually been working together now for just over a year. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell me what you, yep. what you do.
1: <laughs> I am a coach on the radical wellness team, um, in the state of Oklahoma. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and a licensed drug and alcohol counselor. And, um, I have had the opportunity to do so many amazing things professionally that, um, I would just say like have led me to a place of understanding families and family systems and being able to work with people, um, with just this amazing toolbox um, that we just kind of sift through and just see where they're at and what they need.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first time I met you, <laughs> you were in the car before uh-huh. weekends started. Uh huh. Tears in your eyes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> <I>, uh huh. <laughs> Katie, you came in and it was like, For one like i hope people come back and like look at your picture but you have um glitter Mm. hair and so i just saw like this like glitter sparkle hair glitter tears and just like who is this woman
1: Mm. in that moment that woman was a hot mess
0: (laughs) you were perfect right because you were coming Mm. to weekends professionally and personally and weekends mm-hmm. are, um, the private retreats that I host for usually for women, but also for men. Um, and you came in cause and you were leaving your family behind and that was hard.
1: Yeah. The interesting piece is that looking back now, yes, that was hard, right? I just spent a week in Portland with my best friend who had moved there and I hadn't seen her in a while. So I'm leaving my bestie. I'm leaving my husband and kiddo, um, but the bigger piece of it was that I was nervous and scared about entering in and being vulnerable with women. Mm. Um, I hadn't realized the depths of the professional and therefore personal hurt of um, of some professional relationships. Um, and so I remember, like I remember, <laughs> in fact, Jeff and I were talking about this recently, like crying for a good solid twelve hours. <laughs> Um and I remember sitting on the couch like us doing introductions and like crying through my introductions and we got started with activities and you like in like hit me with some really good like really powerful stuff and we had dinner and we were sitting at the bar after dinner mm-hmm. and it was like this brick wall hit me in the face yes. of like oh my goodness and it was like it unlocked and it like freed and it left and I was like oh okay I'm here Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just put these things together and now I can, now I can let them go and I can do some digging. Right. Like in, um, and some shifting. So Mm.
0: it's interesting. So you're like your work technically mirrors the process of what you actually help people do professionally. Right. Which is like, for me, like one of the best parts about radical wellness is that we we're all in our own work all the time, Mm -hmm. constantly having to unlearn Um, dangerous and unsafe community as we build, you know, healthy, safe, radical community together. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Who do you work with on the team and what's that work like?
1: I think one of the things that makes us a really different team is that my, like the initial thing I wanted to say to that was who don't I work with? Um, so like there are other coaches that we share like a couple, or we share, like I have the kid and somebody else has the mom or vice versa, or, um, or we staff, like, I feel like there's so many of our clients that we all know because we want to make sure that we're seeing all that we can see and that we're bringing all the right tools. Mm -hmm. Um, in tandem, I would say I mostly work with Aaron, Bowdy, and Aurora, and Bonnie. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it, go ahead. Can you explain, like, for someone who's listening who's never been a part of Radical Wellness, what you mean by how you you work with other providers on the team? Then,
1: right. So, um, the other thing I love about how we do it is it's it's so individualized, right? Like it's it's that. Um, somebody comes in and thinks they need one thing and we start working and it's like, Oh, but then there's this. Um, and like a, a client of mine that i have been working with for a bit, I've just sent her over to go do some work with Aurora and Aurora's knowledge of the body and like her being able to watch you virtually Mm. and watch where something is stuck physically or to help give language so that you understand physically and somatically what's happening and going on is just super cool. And so I tell people like my bucket for body work is, is shallow. I have some tools we can get started with that. Um, but her, her bucket and her bag for that is so deep and so vast. And so we might scratch the surface. And then when, when we know we need to do that work a little bit deeper, then you get to, we still get to focus on what we're focusing on. And she gets to help you with that piece of it, where she really um, shines. Totally. Um, And so I'd say that, like that same thing about Bonnie, right? Like if there's creative stuff, whatever that creativity is, Um, whether that's a, a parent who is like, man, I just, I need some, I need some different stuff in my day to day. Um, I need to unlock this, whether that's a a creative work project. Yes. So that, or, or just, you know, some of the, so when I talk about religion, I very much differentiate the difference between religion and spirituality Mm -hmm. and religion being like, um, rules and structure and like the, the checking of the box and spirituality being the heart and the feel and the, the passion piece of it. And um, I see religion being hurtful. And so when we've been in that religious stuff and those religious things are, are hurtful, Bonnie does a really great job of walking people through the spiritual side of it and how that spiritual piece is, is freeing and healing and seeing the difference between those mm-hmm. two.
0: Yeah. The, so what the other thing that I was like ringing in my head as you're saying this is these are things that people don't typically think they're going to air quotes, go to therapy for. Right. Right. And that that's like, that's a very on purpose piece is that we're trying to open up the doors as wide as possible. So that we, when we think about taking care of ourselves, we're talking about all the different ways we can take care of ourselves. And that's not only in crisis or only when people are going through a divorce or only when you're, you find out your spouse is an alcoholic, right? Like, it's like, we, we want to think outside the box and we want to work on our creativity and our spirituality and the story that our body holds. And, um, and then we're all going to do that together. So that way the person coming in doesn't have to repeat themselves, repeat themselves, repeat themselves out of their feelings, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the team gets to hold that, right? Like I started working with um with a gentleman several months ago. And it felt better for him to really focus on some of the bodywork pieces. So I haven't seen him in probably three or four months, two or three months, I don't know. Um, but he scheduled an appointment with me. And so before I met with him, Aurora and I connected and so like I know all the stuff that they've done. So he didn't have to repeat any of that. And we just got to pick up with the things that he really wants to accomplish in our time together.
0: So good. I love it. I love it. And I think that that's like the, the piece that I like as radical wellness continues to evolve is I feel like we're all getting to create what we also wish we, we could experience. Right. Okay. So it births, it births from a hunger.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think about the wholeness, right? So like in my private practice here in Oklahoma, when we start doing stuff and like, we're not, we're not making the progress that we feel like we should. I have people here that I refer out to, cause then I know like there's something else going on, whether that's like medical inflammation or depression, anxiety, right? Like those other things. Um, because it's about wholeness. We can't like, we can't parcel off all of these pieces of us and it like, expect that I'm going to feel better when I'm, when I'm, when I'm all separated. And so that's what I love about what we do is we do that and not get to hold it all in the same team and really wrap a person up in their wholeness and see, um, see all of
0: those pieces. Wrap a person up in their wholeness. I'm a, I love it. <laughs> can that go on our, our new team shirt? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes. yes, it can. That's what it feels like you know, by the way, just to even sit with you on the team is like, that is, I feel you, I feel like that's how you do care for the people. I'm going to wrap them up in their wholeness, not our wholeness, not my wholeness, not Mm a perceived future hoped wholeness, but their, their wholeness. Yeah. Mm. Um, when did you know you wanted to do this work? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, my laughter is that I fought it for a while. Um, I think I was told from a really young age that I would be really good at this. Um, and I remember my first experience with a therapist wasn't very pleasant. Um, I hear you. It was out of, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and so like, I just, I like, there's no way that I'm going to go do that. Um, as a kid, I didn't like that. And so why would I, who loves kids and have worked with kids my whole life? Like, why would I want to do that? Mm. Um, and I, did freshman and sophomore year at school, <clears throat> tried occupational therapy, tried teaching, tried a couple other things, took a semester off and came in and was like, all right, fine, I'll try the <laughs> psychology thing. Um, and loved it. Like for the first time in my life, I didn't like I made straight A's and it was easy and it like it clicked and it felt right and it felt good. And so I've just been it. rolling ever
0: since. <laughs> oh, Katie, I love it. Okay. So I have to tell you the, I'm, I would like to pride myself in being like a rebellious teacher's pet, but the, <laughs> the only C I've ever had in my entire life was in psychology. Nice. <laughs> I just, Is in the intro to psych class? Yes. Freshman, my first yes. freshman class it was like an early class and I was in college for the first time ever. And I like, remember my head hit the desk when I fell asleep. Like I can remember being like, and every, okay. So the best part is I blocked that out. Like, I didn't remember that that was the case (laughs) until I recently found my transcripts and was like, shut up right now. What in the actual, and I was, that's why I thought I'm like, I'm not going to do psychology. So I literally, I thought I wanted to did that class. was like, I'm not doing that. And then I was like, I'm going to save the world. And I did sociology and tried to go into systems instead, (laughs) instead of people.
1: I remember my intro to psych teacher, because this sweet older woman who'd been doing it forever, her saying like, for those of you that think you're about to take this class as an easy A, I'm going to work your butt off because this is not an easy profession. And those of you that think that it is, you're about to be Mm. proven wrong. Mm. So I've heard that from lots of people that like intro to psych is super hard because they're trying to weed out.
0: Oh, I, also, I still stand by the fact that it holds nothing that I like about this job. But Correct. Intro to psych has nothing to do with, and that is a brazen statement, but I mean it. I'm like, why don't they say you're going to sit across from someone and you're going to watch them get something for the first time in their life. Yeah. And it is going to feel like you were all just struck yeah. by lightning and it's gonna and your life will all of a sudden feel the surge of purpose and connection like where where do we not talk about transformation and alchemy and the things that are actually taking place when we think about humans and their process
1: and the connection right like because because I'll tell you right like it's about it's about the relationship and it doesn't matter like what you know what evidence-based model you use it's about the connection Mm -hmm. but then they don't talk about how to create that connection we talk evidence-based models and we talk like all the stuff that doesn't doesn't create change
0: and like how to like dehumanize the process because none of those are human processes that's a technical piece that might be a scientific piece and all that's like super cool and great and necessary and that's the skeleton of the work but it's not the flesh It's not the putting Mm -hmm. it on it's not the actual weeping over our clients. It's not the, you know, or the, or the laughter or the victory, but also the weeping and the, and the being there with them and their real lived experience. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So rabbit hole. Uh, (laughs) So like it. So you knew you avoided it. You succumbed. Was it the right choice?
1: So my hesitation is that, like, absolutely. But do I think there are lots of right choices that could have been? Yes. Um, but do I love it? Absolutely. Um, when I talk about like our needs, and you know, like, so one of the things I talk about, one of the tools I add to people's toolboxes is all behavior is an attempt to meet a need. So when we think about our behavior, I'm doing this behavior because I have a need. And so my behavior of working is because I have a need for a house and clothes and a car and food, right? I chose a job and a profession that I love and that I get energized with and that I, that I enjoy. But if I was independently wealthy, there's no way that I would work the hours that I would work. I'd work like five to seven hours a week because I love it. And then I would do other things the rest of the
0: time. What would we do with all your money, Katie? Let's talk about that. Mm. <laughs>
1: Oh, we already, <laughs> so we play the what if game. What if we win the lottery that we don't play? <laughs>
0: totally. I also play that game. It's so good. Can we- are we going to go on your yacht? Like, what are we doing? I kind of paint yes. me the fantasy. Oh. I kind of
1: love this. We are going to buy a house. Okay. And it is going to be like time shared with just our, like our friends and the people that we know. And like, you can go on and you can schedule it and like... So like you know, like a VRBO, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. our people don't have to pay for it. Like you just get to go take a vacation and you get to go be in this space. Um, we'll have a nonprofit. Jeff
0: wants to run the nonprofit. Great. So, oh yeah, we've got a, we've got a great plan. I love it. <laughs> Isn't it always fun? Like I think of that, like the butterfly effect. Like, and in my other life where I'm like a multimillionaire, like clearly these are the other things that are happening. So, mm. yeah. Yesterday Jesse asked said something, what do you think we're going to do when we're retired? And I was like, I have zero. I like love to envision things. And I am like, I can't imagine not ever doing this work. I have zero. Yeah. I always want to do it. Yes. I'd like to also do, you know, I'd also like to take a ceramics class, but ultimately like this is, this is the dream. Yeah. No, I, I
1: I mean, like when I don't need to work full time, I think I'll always work like five to seven hours a week. Yep do some licensure supervision, yep. still work with a few people, yep. do some trainings. Like I love it. That's so
0: good. What do you want people to know about you? I mean, people that listen are sometimes people that end up coming to work with us at Radical Wellness. What do you, what do you want people to know about Katie? Personal and um, professional, by the way, because that's, that's, those are two very different things. So yes and no.
1: So I, I'm real, like, you get what you get. I'm, I remember um, working professionally with this, with this woman who you always knew when she was walking down the hall with a client because the tone in her voice was different. Ooh. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. And I remember a couple of us being like, she didn't used to be like that, like what, what shifted and what changed, but we could always, always tell. And I remember going, like doing my own work and going to a therapist and she knew I was a therapist and I walked in and, and I was like, I could tell she had had a rough day and I was like, Hey, how are you today? And she wouldn't even answer the question, but then like a session or two later, I said something about my nephews who are the same ages as her grandkids. And she launches in telling me about her grandkids. Hmm. And I remember Hmm. those instances being like, I don't ever want people that I work with to feel that I'm any different and that I can't be real and that I can't be who I am. And so there are times that I've said like, hey, I've had a really rough day or like, hey, I'm waiting on a phone call, but I want you to know, like, I'm in this space with you and I'm glad to be in this space with you. But if I feel different, um, then that, you know, like I'm, I'm still kind of holding and and carrying this too. And so, um, how clear,
0: right. Wouldn't that be so clear? I would feel so cared for and held if my therapist said, uh, be- <laughs> my life does also happen outside of our time together. And so if right. I do feel this and here's why, so that way, because my tendency and most people's tendency is to fill in the blanks with our own shame story about why are right. feels a little bit more distant from us today? And yeah. maybe I didn't do something right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you. A teenager one day I'd had a headache and a teenager one day was like, are you mad at me? Mm. And I was like, Oh, sweet girl. I am so sorry. Like I have a really bad sinus headache I'm in Oklahoma. We have horrible allergies. I was like, I have a really bad sinus headache. And I, if I move my face too much, like if I'm like, if I'm as animated as I normally am, it like sends, makes my head spin. And she was like, oh, I totally get that. Okay.
0: And teenagers like, with their beautiful ability to ask that question rather than the adults yeah. who personalize the shit out of it and are like are sure that yeah. it's it's them. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or a projection that it's the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> right. She just doesn't really like Listen, me. She's, she's not a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. I think that's, um, there's trust in that professionally. What? there's tr- what you there's trust in that. I think when like you said you like you get what you you get what you get, like I am who I am. There's a lot of trust yeah. in that sameness because then we're not wondering like what kind of Katie are we gonna get? What how's it gonna go today? Just a, it is a and that's that's the experience of you on the team professionally, then you on the team personally, then you on the team when you're actually working with somebody and then the people that I know who get to work with you, like it's that's their reflection as well. And oh, isn't that what wholeness is? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to be somebody different and now boundaries, right? Like I'm super big about boundaries. And so like, you're not going to know the intimacies of stuff. Cause this time is
0: about them and not about me. Great distinction. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Great distinction. How are you? I can tell you that doesn't mean I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then this happened and then, Oh my, right. It's right. like, I'm here, but I'm also contained here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: Yeah. And we can have typical conversation, you know, like we can have I can be real and I can, you know, so, you know, so much of this work is we get to be other people for our people.
0: Yes. Yes. I've been a mom. I've been a sister. I've been a
1: friend. I've been a boss. I've been a teacher. Right. And, and, and then we get to re reinvent what those relationships look like. And so I can, I can model that, right. I can model how to share in a contained, healthy, safe, boundary, boundary way. I love
0: it. The personal part.
1: Mm, personally, um, lots of people professionally know bits and pieces of my personal story because it um, we uh, struggled with fertility, okay. had a pretty impactful um, for us um, miscarriage, couldn't get pregnant, um, felt like we wanted to have biological kids and then foster, and that kind of got turned on its head, um, and we fostered and. Um, through lots and lots of pain and hurt, um, finally had a, a biological kiddo and then have fostered once since then and um, walking the journey of of, of parenting and um, and just that, like, so I growing up, I nannied for a family that had five kids and always, like, loved it. Like, from the time I was in middle school, even in college, like, I would travel with them and so I always thought I would have a big family. And so um, just the 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 greatness and the heartache of of having one child um, and knowing that our our family at least for now and the way it looks now is is complete. Um, so that is that is always a um, it sh- it just shows up differently at different times. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's their high thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um the other piece about me personally is um that I have um a few genetic hoop laws and autoimmune hoop laws that um I really ride the roller coaster of of health mm. um, and brain fog and energy and tiredness.
0: Those are all very relatable um words like that that you just listed for one when I think about people that obviously we just know, um, infertility, Mm -hmm. autoimmune Mm -hmm. genetics, what we, (laughs) how we thought, how we thought it would go and then how it actually went. Yes. Mm -hmm. What is, have you ever worked with somebody who's had parallel like experiences? Do you, have you worked with people that have um, experienced infertility all that? What is that like? For sure.
1: Um, so one of the things that I learned early on was that, um, like in my professional training was that I don't, I don't bring anything into the therapeutic space that I haven't dealt with. So if it still feels mm. raw and, Interesting. um, raw and like, I okay. haven't done my work Got it. surrounding it. Right. 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 right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to bring that into, into that space. And so, um, because of the authenticity and because of the realness, lots of my people know. Um, and it's one of those things where like, I get a piece of this story from my perspective. I get a piece of this story from, um, from, from the journey that I've walked, yours is completely different. And so while we may have some overlapping similarities, your story and my story are, are different.
0: That's really, that's a really cool way to look at it. I I do want to come back to that piece. You said I don't bring anything in the room. I haven't already dealt with. I Mm -hmm. think that that's like, um, that's, that takes a lot of wisdom in the therapeutic process. Because sometimes when the story is unfolding before you in real time to be like, Ooh, this is getting close to my own wounding or this is getting close to my thing. Right. And so to feel like, okay. This is lighting up for me, the work that I still get to do, but the wisdom and restraint to know that this must then stay over here so that I can so fully attend to the story that's in front of me. Correct. Do you heal your own story through doing this work?
1: the answer that I would give to that is that sometimes I find myself saying something to somebody that I know to be truth and go, dang it, Katie, (laughs) (laughs) you have so not been putting that into practice, right? Like, ah, shoot. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that piece of it, yes. Um, It feels yeah, I, as far as like things that when I get to a place where I feel like I, I have my stuff that I need to work on, right? Because, you know, like, you know, Bonnie talks about the deeper in and higher up, right? We're always learning about ourselves. And if I come to something new, then that's when I re-engage in, in some sort of, of professional support. To make sure that my stuff is, um, my stuff is in a place where my stuff isn't going to spill over and be hurtful or negatively impactful to who I'm sitting across
0: from. That actually feels very much like parenting. When you, when you just said that, Mm, I'm like, oh, I, I felt that with my kids where I'm like, oh, that's me. That's my stuff. Okay. Yep. I would agree. Hmm. Hmm. What yeah. else? What else has been on your heart or important to to share, declare, say? Mm, I know
1: that that freedom is possible. Mm. That those things that we that we carry, those things that we um, that are activated by everyday interactions. Um, the, the, of the weight of, um, something that we think about ourselves. Um, we don't have to carry that stuff anymore. We don't have to walk through it. I don't have to continue to get frustrated when somebody does something and then I feel bad about my response. Um, and then I just keep, I just keep that yucky cycle. Um, but that's not, that's not, that's, that's, that's not the wholeness and the goodness that we ultimately can live and walk in. Gosh.
0: That's the, you are really touching on something that is like paramount for like all human beings to know that. Um, it's a, it's like a guarantee and a right. We deserve, it's our birthright to walk mm-hmm. in that type of freedom. Yeah. And it also shows us where we are in the process. If we don't feel that or experience that, right. That yeah. if I see that person and still feel the same way that I'm not done. Yep. Right. If I, you know, still sit in that, you said a yucky cycle. So where I, there's behavior yeah, aftershock and then like, you know, post-mortem autopsy is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go back in and uh-huh. examine the dead things. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then the guilt and the shame, mm-hmm. right? Like that just keeps, right. And then I'm just in that, in that spiral and in that cycle.
0: Totally. It's, which is always in motion. Like, I think that's the other like non-linear aspect of this work is that um, as it, spirals right there are times where that piece is done and that part of the story has been healed or that specific relationship oh and then hey cool guess what like it happens again because we're people and we're you know we're all still here figuring this thing out um oh but look you keep saying tools and toolbox and resources i am more independently capable of knowing what to do because i've been here before because i've i've learned that thing and I can apply that thing mm-hmm. here. And that's like, that's the hope for me. The hope is what fills the gap between here and there yeah. is I know what to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love like, there's lots of people that I've worked with over the years that, um, you know, we've, we've resourced, they've got great tools in their toolbox. Um, and then, you know, like three years later, two years later, six months later, they call me and they're like, Oh, I'm back in crisis again. And we meet for like once or twice. And it's like, Hey, remember those tools? This is how you apply them to this situation. And then we're done again. Like,
0: like tune up.
1: It's right. That's Mm -hmm. exactly like, and I love Mm -hmm. that. I love being able to like hold their story and know their story. And so we're not starting over from scratch. It's just
0: like, that's right. Well, like, Oh, you are wrapping them up in their wholeness. Yeah. (laughs) We're not starting over. Like when someone mm-hmm. comes in and tries to say that they don't know that, you're like, you do know that. I know that because I remember the last three years when so we sat on this couch, girl, and we talked about this. <laughs> so don't come at me with what you don't know. <laughs> and I can tell you exactly what you were wearing when you had that uh, Oh my moment. God, right. I uh, always, always the outfit too. I'm like, because you had that really cute jacket on. And I know, Yes, I know. Yes, <laughs> remember? And That's they go, funny. Oh, I did know how to do
1: that. Yeah. I did know how. Yeah. I just forgot. Yep. Right. Yes.
0: Because remember when you broke right. up with him, or remember when you left that job, or remember when you finally moved out? Remember when? And we can help use the story of their own life to remind yeah. them of who they are. <laughs> so chills. freaking good.
1: Oh, so good. Mm. And then you see the power, like you see like the energy and the excitement and the power fill them again. And they go,
0: Oh, there I, I can am. do this. I got that's it. Right. right. And that's the transference. Uh-huh. That's what we hope is like, yes. And then go and be free, go be free, go yeah. live free, go enjoy your life. That's good. Mm-hmm. Do all the
1: things mm-hmm. or none of the things.
0: I think that's the actual glory right like that's like I feel like on this side of some things I'm like hey you know what's awesome (laughs) nothing doing nothing yeah it's awesome I'm doing less now than ever and you know what's great about that all of it (laughs) (laughs) all the things that's beautiful
1: I love getting to talk about the work that we get to do and the people and Mm, watching their power Mm -hmm
0: it feels like we are kind of like opening like a, a good secret. Like that's the, because it is so private, like this work that we do is clearly confidential. It's private. It's personal because it's so sacred. Um, And also why we need it to be able to talk about it like this. So people can hear like this phrase has come up earlier this week or last week, but like that delicate power, right? Mm -hmm. There's, there's real power in the work that we do and it is also so delicate yeah and that i hope that in the the language and the feelings and the story and the experience that people are like oh yeah that's what it should feel like yeah to be cared for i think
1: there is that too right like in any transformation there's Mm -hmm. the there's the stage of something when it is not in, its, in all of its power yet. And I feel like that's part of what we get to do is we get to help like protect that and help them have this, this space where it's okay to be delicate and we're going to hold it until they can be in all of their power themselves. Mm.
0: I love it. Where Good people stuff. can see more about you traditionally is on our radical wellness website radical yes. wellness.co, Co. Co. People, there's no M. <laughs> and or on. Nope. No M. Co. Yo. Yeah. And then on our Instagram, because people can learn more about what you have to say, how you work with people, how they can get started working with you, um, and even just what questions they have. I think especially for people that are experiencing some of the things that you have listed, people looking to yeah. to do creative work, people who are dealing with infertility, people that are curious about the human experience and how they can wrap themselves up in wholeness with you.
1: Mm. I love that. Perfect. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Oh my gosh.